All right, guys. Welcome to episode number 11 of Booze and Banter. Hey, are you even recording here, Chief? Yeah, oh, I'm recording. Come on, look at, the, look at the red light at the top. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got kind fucking of... red light. We got Fields in here today. Uh, he doesn't think that I know what I'm doing after 10 episodes <laughs> and now 11. And we got Lawrence in here today as well. Bakajvar might be having car <laughs> And... Um, <laughs> I know that was his happy three weeks ago that he bought a finally a reliable car and uh, she was going to be doing good. But, man. Did he say it was reliable? He just kept saying it was a new car to him. It wasn't. It, it, I don't think it has much upgrade, of, but it, it's, it's, a, it's some kind of upgrade. The it? only upgrade is that it's, is it's, it's an O2 instead of O1, right? Or is it O3 yeah, instead true. of O2? It the only upgrade has is that there's a one higher number. At the end of the description, that is it. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. I know it is crappy as next week. <laughs> That's a good bet. I I couldn't believe that he was just like, yeah, not in it, not in it today, boys. It's like, okay, you got to get your car figured out. I thought it was pretty good though. Yeah, gotta do, he still, he gotta still has the old one too. He can get both those bad boys going. You know, you get you push them side by side. You know. You see hey, one, on the roll off. one will drive him to work and one will drive him from work every single day. Exactly. So you, you only got to go you only got to go 2 miles one way for each car so it will save you yep. money in the long run, you know? Yeah, it'll be perfect. That's so guys, we're going to start out our pod like every other time. Let's do some happies and crappies. And uh I don't have I ever started with happies and crappies? You have not. Uh, good question. I don't know. I don't think I Back have that. I'm saying no. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this time because I'm selfish. Um, so <clears throat> my happy. Uh, oh man. Everybody came over this weekend, right? Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Honestly, I I had a good time. Uh, Fields grilled. Um, Lawrence is a killer at Cam Jam. And I, for a lot of it, just sat in a lawn chair and watched everything happen like an old man. Gorgeous and weather. It was gorgeous yeah. weather. And uh, it, it was fun. It was the most outside time I've had since Ashley's gotten pregnant <laughs> on a weekend. Um, so that was fantastic. And she was able to enjoy the weather as well. Um, keeping it socially distanced, everybody kept their distance and that that was nice so i don't know if that matters really anymore at this point everything's opened up but still still was nice um for my crappy uh the boys moved officially so today was the last day um and that that's shitty but i'm excited for trips to washington i'm i'm excited for for our friend derek to finally kind of live out his dream of living in Minneapolis. He's talked about it ever since we've really ever met him. Like he wants to be back down in the cities. So, um, and then fields going out, you going out to the Pacific Northwest, which is my favorite place on earth. So I think, I think it's, I think it'll be good, but yeah, that's my crappy. How about you, Lawrence? All right. So as he's just taking a huge mouthful of food over there (laughs) yeah i didn't mix up or so i'm snacking so i'm gonna apologize right now if you hear crunching i'm trying to avoid it i'll move the mic away but i'm having chips and dip so that's probably the toughest thing to eat on the pod quietly i know i know (laughs) 
have I been successful so far? I've been doing it the whole time. Wow. I, I would say so. All right, good. So my crappy is kind of just a filler. It's really not that crappy, but I have a whole bunch of happies. Been a good couple weeks for me. Um, nice. Yeah, not gonna not gonna say the whole the whole Saturday get together. Obviously, that was happy. That was very fun. Um, but going to Brainerd tomorrow, so that's exciting. Uh, we're gonna work a half day of work. I'll be done at noon. Uh, so we'll be in Brainerd by supper time. Uh, it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be incredibly hot, but it's supposed to be sunny and about six, high 60s, 70. So not too hot. That'll that'll be nice. Just to you know, kind of maybe get out in the water a little bit and out in the sun. Um. Also, fields. You should. Um, you should fields. You should almost just go meet him up. Cool. In Brainerd, is, go meet is up. Is Brad with gonna them. be up there? Is Brad up yeah, there? Brad. Oh yeah, Brad will be yeah, up there. Know. I'm bringing Jim Bean. Last time I brought Jim Bean, Brad and I got a little shoisty on the Jim Bean. He got real, com- real connected emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> we both like walked upstairs the next morning. And the Jim Bean's like the one seven five was like half gone. We both just looked at each other. We're like, holy shit. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we both took it down like more than we thought. But uh, next next happy, I guess, because I have a lot of them this week, is I bought bocce ball and croquet, and they both came in this week in just in time to uh, bring them to Brainerd. So I'll be bringing bocce ball and croquet. Croquet just came in today, actually. So excited bring, about that. Do you want to bring some can jam as well? Um. I think we'll be okay Actually, with you. You don't have enough people. Yeah, you don't have enough people. I was gonna say, I mean, it'd be me and Jenna against like Brad and Erica or Riley. I think no matter what, one team's gonna be weighted. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta ask one question. What uh, what type of wood are you swinging up there? Is that maple? Is that birch? What kind of mallet are you swinging? Um, probably I would imagine it's probably pine, the cheapest wood I could I could get because, contrary to popular belief, croquet's not cheap, ladies and gentlemen. I bought it online <laughs> and went deal searching, and the cheapest one I got was fifty some bucks, and that was like was by the far the cheapest. Like the what was standard the on that thing. That thing's pretty heavy too, huh? No, it's really light. It's surprisingly what? light. I yeah. just from my childhood, I remember those balls being like fifteen pounds each. I swear to God. No, very light. That's why I'm thinking I probably got a cheap set, hence fifty bucks. But like there were ones going on there for like four ninety nine, three ninety nine. The like one that you're like the standard one you're supposed to get, I think was like one twenty nine or, or, or one nineteen or something like that. And then the next one, lowest one was seventy nine. Somehow I found one for fifty something or sixty. It's probably pretty cheap, but I'm not planning on going pro anytime soon. So I think it should be okay. But uh that does for my uh happies. Uh, my crappy is really like I said a filler. It's just my screen protector on my phone broke, which it's not my actual screen, just my glass screen protector. So all I got to do is order another ten dollar one. But it wasn't my fault. My friend's mom knocked it off of a table and onto the concrete. Oh, so yeah, it was Riley's mom. Oh no. yeah, well, she instantly thought it was my phone though, and she's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll pay for the whole thing." And I literally was like. I think it's just the protector, and I looked, and I was like, "Yeah, it's just the protector, so don't even worry about it." But well, guess what? It made it to the crappy. It was, it was, it was a big enough yeah, blimp in your radar it is to make it. Yeah, just because I gotta crappy. order another one, yeah. but it's not a huge deal. It's kind of just like, and I had, I had to really think about it. So it's, it's not bad if you got to think hard about something crappy that happened to you an entire week, week and a half. So it's uh, pretty good. What about, uh, what about you, Mister Fields? Oh, okay. I think the obvious happy is everybody coming over for one last hurrah, grilling out, 
drinking some beer, having a good time. Um, my crappy, I didn't really have one until today. Just moving out sucks. <laughs> moving in general just sucks. Just having to carry all your shit to your car and throw away a bunch of stuff. It's just, I think I could do it. Like, I, if I was getting paid, it wouldn't be bad. But, like, doing it for yourself, I don't know what's about it. But it's just, it's brutal, man. It's just, I'm always sweating. doesn't matter the weather. It's just dripping sweat. You're pissed off. You're cleaning stuff. It's oh, just the worst. It it does suck. I was invited to, well, not invited. I was asked to help move tomorrow, actually, at 3. And I was like, oof, God, I'd love to, but I'm going to Brainerd. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Is anybody uh, moving into the area? Yep, Justin Justin and Daniil are moving into Fargo this uh, this weekend. They do have help, really? but he said he'd like a little bit more manpower. I guess I'm a man. Oh. So. so so all of my friends leave me, and uh, all yours are back together. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The only one we're missing is is Derek, which Dang. conveniently your Derek moved away. <laughs> that, is... <laughs> that that what? A... Wow, that's funny. So, anything in the news, Mr. Lawrence? Today's going to well, be a more relaxed podcast since our last one was so crazy and basically all i'm gonna do is continually plug our last podcast if you didn't listen to it go back and listen to it because we reviewed 10 beers it was a shit ton of fun and and it was awesome there was 10 beers ladies and gentlemen 10 whole beers and we had a bonus review yeah so technically 11 technically 11 if we want to get real technical but um a lot of a lot of highs and lows in that podcast too let me tell you but uh the one thing that it, it like it has to be brought up. It will be brought up sooner or later. It's just everything going on in the cities right now. We'll, we'll, we won't talk too aggressive about it. We don't want to be really strong-minded or, or put on anything to get anyone upset, but just kind of voice your mild opinion, we could say. So I just want to bring that, and I'm going to throw that. We'll start with Nick every time this podcast. What do you think about that, Nick? Oh God. Um, yeah. So, mild opinions aside, I I think that there's, um, obviously people that feel like they need to be heard. Um, there's people that truly need to be heard, and then there's also, um, a, a justice that needs to be served. Um, and how everyone goes about that is is kind of on them. Um. Wow, I'm really dancing around the subject. Um, but, but it's really tough. It's it's a really, really tough situation. Um, if you guys weren't able to pick it up so far in the podcast, like, we're four white people. Like, we aren't able to understand um, oppression and um, really only be removed from, like, slavery one generation away and and not even at some point. Um, so it's tough. Um, it's super tough because we have strong relations to people that are in the uh, that are that are cops and that are in the police force. And so I always find myself trying to kind of back that and trying to back up and and feel what that cop was feeling in the in the heat of the moment. But at this point, I'm not able to. Um, it's a it's a really it's not a good look for Minnesota at all, um, but there has to be a catalyst for things that are crazy going on, and the catalyst was somebody 
making the worst judgment of all time and taking somebody's life for no reason. So I, I thought that I don't was know. very well spoken. That was yeah. very well spoken, I think. That's good good start. I'm glad we started with you. Yeah, holy shit. Go ahead, Cole. Um, I yeah. It's it's a complex, tough issue. And it's tough to talk about at any point, especially when you're drinking a few beers. You know, it's it's tough. But uh, like we said, I don't have, I, I can't, I can't put myself in either of those situations. I'm not a cop. I'm not a, I'm not uh, African American. I'm just a white dude and that lives in Fargo, North Dakota. But what is really painful to see is all the destruction. Not just like businesses but like apartment buildings that have been set up on fire and and people's uh, where they live like you know they have nothing to do with this has been being destroyed even people that even those people that work at target that are collateral damage is they're losing their jobs in this tough economic crisis you know it's it's tough and it's it like you said it makes us as a whole look really bad in minnesota and it's and not much more I can say about that. I did see some things that I really didn't like, like people looting stores and then standing on the corner selling uh, like bottles of water. Like they loot. They, I saw a, a Snapchat from my buddy. He saw he, uh, he loot. They're looting stores of bottles of water. So they have all these bottles of water, and then they're on the side selling the bottles of water to the protesters. It's like okay, like is at this point it's no longer about the the cause. It's about monetary value or gaining monetary value for yourself. And I, I don't think, I don't think right should be, you should be not make money off it. If you're if you're there, you should be because you you, something ticked you off, you know. And it's, uh, and but at this point, a lot of people aren't there for the. I feel like for the right reasons, and I feel like I don't like I don't like that seeing people there just to for their own gain, not for the community's gain or for the cultural or societal gain, you know. Or I I think to add on that I think. I, I very firmly agree with with all of that being there for the wrong reasons. I think a lot of people um, are doing it for the right reasons, and a lot of people are really there to to make a point and to make a statement. And I'm no no problem with protests. I almost I feel like especially nowadays, almost all protests end up getting out of hand, whether it's something minor or something that's major like this. They they get out. A lot of them get out of hand. Not all, but a lot of protests get out of hand um i think at this point people are some some are rioting just because they can riot because there's enough people backing them that they want to just spread anger because they're just angry people and they want to riot because there's enough people around them that allows them to do it you know like yeah. especially you know throwing like rocks and all that stuff at at uh at police officers and at, and at cars and stuff like you know, at this point, those those people are are trying to just calm the storm and, and weather the storm. Yes, they are a part of that of the police officer community, but they don't they don't deserve that. They don't they should not have to do. I mean, they, that is part of their job, but they don't deserve getting rocks thrown at them. And I'm not saying that that man deserved to have his neck need and and choked to death. Absolutely not. That's like Nick said, it was probably the worst judgment call and terrible practice. And and another fact is that, you know, there's four policemen and nobody said or did a damn thing about it. Yeah. 
And, you know, obviously you can't step in as, as just another person because then they're going to detain you too. And who knows, maybe that happens to two people instead of one, yeah. not that that's better or worse. Um, but I just, as in the simplest form I can put it, is I understand to protest for a cause, and that's completely okay, but at this point, it's just that two wrongs don't make a right. And at this point, it's just getting becoming very wrong of the things that they're doing, you know? And I'm not valuing buildings and structures more over someone's life. Like, if a structure burnt down due to a riot, you know, that's... It, I'm not saying, oh, it's worth way more or anything. It's just... It's just unnecessary, you know? And... In, in my opinion, it's necessary to protest, but th- what they're doing now to this point is unnecessary. And that's that's where I'll stop, I think. I, I think um, <clears throat> we could be done after this. I think what you learn is like language is expressed not always in a verbal sense. Um, and it's expressed in um, actions and the validity of their language does is not diminished by their actions. It's actually like th- they are really saying how they feel by these massive, crazy, weird things that they're doing. And so it's, it's bringing a spotlight to like, Hey, we actually kind of have control over, over you, over the police force and whatnot, because all these people are looting and there's not a single cop there. Um, and so I don't think it's it I'm not validating their actions, but I am validating their language. And I think they are they could have done it in a different way. Um, but it ha it's worldwide news for a reason, and I think that there will be a reform in a certain way. Now this happened in Baltimore and history tends to repeat itself um anyway. And so this isn't the first time we've dealt with this. This isn't the first time that America has dealt with this period. Um, it's just the first time that it's been so close to us. And so I, I, and, and things are going better in Baltimore, um, for the most part. So, but I, I don't know how I feel because like I said, not in that situation. And at what point do you just, instead of freaking out with your language, um, do you just go and act in a certain way and there are a lot of young kids out there just fucking around, yes. But there are people that are doing the right thing, and it's it's nuts. But we can we can kind of leave it. I I'm super torn on this um, topic. It's it's very hard to you know to not choose a side because obviously like nobody should lose their life for you know for almost any reason. I mean, very very solemnly do I think that someone deserves to lose their life. Some people would completely disagree that people never do, but I think in some cases, some very major cases, they do. But obviously, this man did not. Um, as you were saying, I, I, in a famous movie that I like called V for Vendetta, I firmly do believe that the people should not fear the government. The government should fear the people. And I think that's kind of what they are trying to voice at this moment, like you were saying. Maybe they're voicing it incorrectly. Um, I do believe that to be true, but they shouldn't. the government shouldn't fear the people as as in a way of the people can easily kill you if you want it or just cause destruction. Um, but just in a way that if people really, if you really do anger and rile up people enough that they, you know, there's a, comes a point where you can't stop the general public if they are, if they're strong enough and have enough people backing them. That's a hundred percent fact. 
Um, right. But yeah, yeah, it's it's like God. I don't want to keep delving into it because it is tough to to form an opinion on each on each side. But that's that's my take. Anybody got anything else to add? Or uh... again, I can make a really shitty transition. Go ahead. All right. So when the riots were happening in Baltimore, the Orioles had to play in a completely empty stadium uh, for the first time ever on air. And did you guys see the weird fucking pay cuts that the MLB are going to be making by any chance? I uh, I I really have. I I've said it a while ago. I'm kind of confused about it because I really haven't read any articles. I've just seen players' tweets, and it seems like they are not close if i if i could if that's what i got i'm getting from i i really don't know much about it okay so it's it's actually like quite a big deal because okay spring training doesn't bring that much into the mlb as far as like money goes i mean the tickets are really only like five six bucks a piece and they're in Florida and what Arizona for like only a month. And then the season starts. And once they start their season, they're still going to have a hundred games and they're proposing a pay cut up to like 70% on some of these players. Um, yes, these players are absolutely dripping in money, but the owners are dripping in more money. And so like, if you're making $35 million a year with their proposed pay cut, you would make $7 million for that year instead of your 35 which really only like affects mike trout um maybe christian yellick but i don't even think he's making that much um and if you're making your player minimum of like 560 grand that cuts completely in half at like two hundred sixty thousand dollars, and that's a lot of money that you were contracted out to like make that they're just like nope sorry like you're you're not gonna get this and I haven't seen a good case yet where the money's going because it's not like they're losing that much from the 60 games. I, I don't know if any of you guys have seen or have any opinions on that. I, I actually, that's funny. I happened to see this literally a while out. So I was working out at the, at the gym and I was doing a, uh, a stair stepper and I, it was on the TV of the stair stepper. So it's funny that you bring this up. I feel like every time, every episode or every other episode, you bring something up that I like conveniently, had kind of just stumbled upon, but um, I did see that I saw more. I saw worse than thirty-five million to seven million. I saw something of like fifty-five. If you're guaranteed fifty-five million, it went down to like eight million, which is even worse. I saw worse than that. Um, I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but um, I don't know. It's, I it think it depends on if it's prorated or not. So okay. like the they'll if. Okay, so if they have like a full year, which could be considered a hundred games, um, they get a little bit more money. If it's prorated, which is eighty-two games, um, then it goes like way down. Um, so, I I just don't get it. I I saw something uh, really interesting that Colin Coward actually said, and I thought it was a pretty uh, neat idea. He said, "We you, they'll take this deal for this year." But the player can decide whether or not he wants it to count towards his um, contract. So if they let's say you're a really young player and you're trying to get to like free agency faster, you'll just take this play cut, pay cut this year, and that'll count towards your next. Like you're getting closer to the free agency. But if you're making like thirty-five million a year, you'll take this seven million a year just for like this is your seven million a year, but you're still not losing a year of 
contract, it, it'll just be like delayed till next year. I thought that was a cool idea. That I think it should be rolled over like that. Like, yeah, you're gonna lose money this year, but your next contract you'll make up if like if you have a five year contract or something. Yeah, so say, like you'll get like the next four years you'll get an extra like quarter of what you would have got the year prior, kind of a thing. Well, well, the, the, well, he was saying like it wouldn't even if you don't want it to, it wouldn't count towards your contract at all. So if you're making twenty five million a year for ten years, and this is say your first year, it would just start again next year if you wanted it to, or you could take oh. it. Oh, your so your contract would basically ex- extend freeze. an extra year almost. It, for, it freezes yeah. for a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, it it's a free hashtag free year. So you could, your contract yeah. would still go for hashtag. the full amount. Just. Just not this year, you know. I thought that was an interesting idea. I feel, I feel like it's that's super. It, that's a super good idea. Um, oh my god, if you're happy, because like let's say Mike Trout like wants to finally win and wants to go to the Yankees, but he like loses all this cash because he's only making seven million dollars, and he's used to making his thirty million bucks, his twenty-five million dollars, whatever. And now he has to tack on another year. You're never getting younger. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a really big decision for him. And I know, like, everybody sh- should, like, live with less than what they actually make. But when you're making $35 million a year, you probably live, like, more than $7 million. Yeah, You know what I mean? That was like, my opinion. That's kind of what I was thinking is, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's... There's always going to be people, partially me included, that's like, what the what the hell you need like thirty five million a year for, you know? But, but it's like when you're living, I mean, just just take those numbers and and just put them down to more of a like a middle class like perception, you know? Like, let's say you're making a hundred a hundred thousand a year, which that's a very comfortable living. You're mm-hmm. making a hundred thousand a year, and you're living the life of making a hundred thousand dollars a year, and now you're making thirty eight thousand dollars a year, you know? you're you're not making you're not making you're losing money for sure you're not paying your mortgage correctly you know and i know there's like relief things and stuff during this time but not for when you're making that much exactly but not not (laughs) when you're making that much no one's gonna be like oh i'm sorry you're you know your 20 million dollar home you you can't afford right now maybe you shouldn't have bought 20 million dollar home but it's like you got to put it in the perspective of how they're living. If you're currently living that type of lifestyle and you just get cut into nothing, unless they've really, really planned ahead, they're kind of fucked. Which, I mean, a lot of baseball players seem to do. Like, you you hear more about baseball players, like, not going bankrupt and shit like that than you do, like, basketball players at the end of their career. I th- I think that has to do with like how they start because they start for like a lot of them grind for like three or four years making nothing. They make like the nine minor- grand a year. They yeah, make in the minor leagues. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think is a big part of that because they they know what. I guess yeah. So I think that's a big part of it, just grinding away for four years until you finally get a huge contract. I've yeah, a huge contract with no salary cap. I follow this uh, YouTube channel. It's Matt Antonelli Baseball. And he was kind of talking about it. And Matt Antonelli played two years for the Padres. Um, He was a first-round pick. And he said that you go into the MLB expecting like six great years to make as much money as you possibly can because by the end of your career, you'll probably be making player minimum and like 
by the end of your career, your taxes are so high because of how much you already made, like everything is just gone. And then at the beginning of your career, you only make like nine grand a year. And so he said that it's actually kind of outrageous because like Mike Trout is a great example. He, he almost, and this is from a formal former baseball player. So like he has an skewed opinion. He's like, he should almost be getting that $35 million if everybody else gets cut because he brings more fans to baseball period. And baseball players are a little different because you, they don't have like custom gloves that people can buy. Like everybody just uses stock stuff. Like I think Derek Jeter is the only person I know that ever had a custom bat and a custom glove you could purchase. I, I think that's it. But like basketball, you can go and purchase their shoes. I trout has, cleats but you're not buying more than three pairs of cleats a year so there's not extra ways to really make money in baseball unless they're doing like ad campaigns so it's a really strange strange thing yeah it it is strange i mean if you're making that that amount of money i think you can definitely afford a financial advisor and you need someone to kind of help you in case of something like this happens but not not to this extent you know like i think not to if if there's a crisis where it happens where you you know you can't make a certain amount of money for an X period amount of time, you should have someone that can that can help you. But I don't I don't know, man. It's a I don't know. it's 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 hard to it's hard to say because because I'm I'm so much on the fence of like yeah they do deserve to get what they were contracted. But then I'm on the fence of like you know they make so much money already. But it's really just the lifestyle you live and how if you were smart or not with your money, I guess, kind of a thing. But I guess that's all I got. See, I, I, yeah, the pay, that pay cut is huge. Like, I agree with that. But a lot of people around the country are, are taking pay cuts for their company, too. Like, I know where I was working, all the salary guys got 10% pay cut just during the couple months or whatever during this coronavirus. And we were open. So and we, they were working every day, and they got everyone got a pay cut, and it just sucked. But do you think they should uh, hold out for a better contract? Because you know, what if they don't open up and then no one gets paid this year? Is that better just because of holding out or what? Well, they can't hold out because, like, in the 90s when baseball went on that strike, it took a long time for baseball to get back to being a premier sport, like, I, w- I would and argue what happens that- if they never come back like that's the that's the one thing if they all hold out and both sides hold out and then it just MLB collapses and then guess what the Korean baseball league is the next big league I don't know yeah baseball is such a weird thing because the numbers are they're going down correct like they, they're still not yeah they're not going up and that downward it's not a trajectory what am I thinking of what is the word I don't know, the downward spiral has been happening since the last time that they went on strike for a whole season. And so they can't, or else, I don't know. Baseball is a really, really weird wild beast to tackle because everybody plays Lily, but not everybody's super into the sport at all. Um, I, I I don't get it, but I'm hoping that they can get 100 games in because I like baseball. And um, I, I do want people like Mike Trout to make more than $7 million, honestly, because the way the percentages stack against them, like 
somebody that's making 15 mil is basically going to be making the same amount of money as him, and they're a, a fifth of the player he is. He's the one bringing everything in. I don't know. See, I'm not a huge baseball fan, nor do I know a ton about baseball, but uh, funny that we talk about baseball because I actually, one of my topics was that uh, Ted Williams, you know who Ted Williams is? Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. Did you know he's frozen into two pieces in liquid nitrogen? I did (laughs) not know that. And more than, there's more, I, I literally, I heard this, that there's more than like a hundred and some people that are currently obviously dead and frozen in liquid nitrogen in hopes that future technology will bring them back. Is Walt Disney? I gotta ask. Well, I gotta ask what? How is he cut up and down, or if like side nope, to side at the neck? head. Head is in liquid nitrogen. The rest of his body is is in liquid nice. nitrogen. It's just to preserve the Shit. brain, because that's primarily what. I guess you need your heart, though. So that's what I don't understand. So why he, would you even keep the the bottom half of your body if you're if you're in hopes that you can come back? You want your same old ass body. You don't want a new body. Why don't you just keep the head and throw away the body? That's a great question, man. I don't know the <laughs> the science behind it, but I just know that some people are. Um, I'm and trying to do see they actually have warehouses of this stuff, or do they just take your money and then when you're dead they just throw you in the back lot and cover you up with some horse manure? <laughs> That's a good question. I have no idea. I what's it called? It's called like. Cyronics or something like that. I don't know how to say yeah. it. Let how come there's been like no documentary about like they haven't shown? I've never seen no articles like bodies hanging around. You know, they always I see articles saying this stuff, but I never see the bodies. They never show you nothing. I don't. I don't. I think this is a big scam. I think they're doing so well at their job that they don't have to show anything. Because when they have the army of thousands and thousands of frozen bodies come out one year, oh, that's gonna be nice. It's cryonics. I, I said cryonics. It's cryonics. Ooh, I, I love being cryofreezed. That shit is so fun. Cryonics is the practice or technique of deep freezing the bodies of people who have just died in the hope that scientific advances may allow them to be revived in the future. So it's Does a it full... say what town? Where is this at? Like No, but there's literally images of big at like Big yeah, bodies, bodies in there, dude. No bodies, just just. They got Im- nothing in there, dude. It's let me look up. Let me look it up. Let me look up some what images. What kind of science generators do they have? What if the, the power goes out and all these bodies start defying? I you gotta up- have some fucking generators. <laughs> no, it's just going. gonna stink. This is a liability nightmare. Okay, what kind of insurance they holding? Okay, what if someone breaks in and steals the head of Te- uh, Ted Williams and it has him on his stake in his front yard? This is ridiculous. I don't think this is a real thing. I think this is a big lie. Hey, if scam. I learned anything from that cryo freeze place, this is real. If she would have put us in that chamber for longer than a minute and a half, she we locked us in there. right there. Oh my god, I said that- it was longer. Than- and a half. I thought it was like two to three minutes. How long did we? How many times did we do where that? Was, where three? was this at? A few times. I think at least five. I did at least oh, five yeah. times. There's this cryotherapy place in Fargo, and we used to have them as an ad account. And uh, Cole was the account manager for it, so he made like videos and stuff for them. And um, we like got cryofreeze for free, like as many times as we wanted. And the facial was super fucking nice, too. The facial so what, was what nice. What happens I when was... you get cryo-freeze? 
they put you in this chamber and she like shuts the door and then you have to take off your robe. You're wearing underwear. Just your head sticking out. Just your head just barely sticking out of there. Yeah, or for me, my forehead. And then <laughs> yeah, Nick, we fucking... Nick almost froze from the inside out. Yeah, and then she pumps in liquid nitrogen. Um, well, eva- evaporated ni- liquid nitrogen. And it gets so fucking cold. Like, it gets pins and needle cold. Like, it's the real deal. And then the facial, she, like, does the liquid nitrogen on your fucking face... And it like freezes your face, and it's it's a pretty fun little treatment. How much See, is it? The thing normally? is, I didn't have. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's pretty expensive. Yeah, idea. Yeah. I would imagine 40... so because liquid nitrogen isn't that cheap, is it? No, I think it's like forty bucks for. Well, you could buy like a package for like two hundred bucks, and you can do it like, I think it's like ten times, but it's usually like forty dollars. Oh, two hundred bucks ten times—that's half price, man. That's not bad. Well, we did it for. I wish I had some type. I wish I had some type of like inflammation or something when I went there to see, because like I, I felt fine every time going there. So I really don't know how many how much benefits. Because when I came out, pretty much the same as I went in. So I don't know. Oh, the uh, compression leg things too. Those were really nice. That they pumped you into. I this is this is very random, um, as well. But you remember? I don't know if this podcast seven eight nine or what it was but i i somehow mentioned i think it was that joe rogan got his his 10th planet black belt do you remember me saying that yes, yes. so i, I realized saw youtube clip i saw it so here's what i recognized 10th planet i felt really dumb 10th planet is just a highly respected dojo it's no, not but like i saw play. that youtube clip that's what it was it was labeled as 10th planet something something so i yeah I that's see where what you're i thought because i was like i thought you just went black belt because there, well there's like double, there's like black belt double black belt triple black belt right or something like that i don't think so you, i thought black belt was black I think belt you, i thought you could get like a i don't know i don't know much about it but how many belts you wear on your pants there cool i thought we wear one belt literally two or three black belts but no, I just wanted to correct myself because I I know I realized that Tenth Planet was just like, uh, like a highly respected dojo basically. Okay, so he got yeah, his I, I did, belt from Tenth Planet Dojo, and I just felt like my I phone was, was listening to that podcast because as soon as the next day I saw that YouTube clip, it like it was labeled Tenth Planet Black Belt Joe Rogan or whatever. So oh, I, and you're like, I understand shit. Where coming from. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, dude. Can you uh, explain what a dojo is because I have no fucking clue. A dojo? Yeah. So you played you played Pokemon, right? So that's where you get your karate Pokemon. <laughs> okay. So it's just like the training gym? Yeah, it's a it's a place where you train in like jujitsu or, or karate or have you never watched Karate Kid when he's like, We do not accept no in this dojo. No, I only uh I only watch Back to the Future for my eighties videos. Uh, well that's a bummer. A lot of a lot of good movies came out in the eighties and nineties, Nick. Ah, no, movies didn't exist in the 80s and 90s. Yes, they did. <laughs> do they still call it dojo? I don't haven't heard that term in a long time. Is I would that imagine still a rel- so. relevant thing? What else? Or is that, are you? they just gyms? No, just they're gyms. dojo because they're not going to be just a gym. I've never heard not Joe just Rogan say dojo. I've never heard him say dojo before. I heard him say gyms. <laughs> it's a dojo. Dojo. I, I think that might be a, a like mixed a martial artist facility. Come yeah, big martial artist gym. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. But I just, I'll wait. I just I'll wait for. 
I wait for podcast thirteen when you come on. You're like, yeah, they don't call them dojos anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, Tenth Planet is a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan has ten black belts. Yeah. Oh, Joe Joe Rogan. I thought it, he also like went to Twitter and was like, I don't want to talk about my hundred million dollar deal where when everybody else in the fucking country isn't making any money. It was like weird flex, but okay. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about my big ass deal. Did you did, did you guys know it was a hundred million dollars? But all you guys aren't making money, so I'm not gonna talk about it. But it was a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like what an asshole. I, I like to defend Joe Rogan though. I think he's a level headed guy, but uh, obviously he doesn't make the best decisions. I think. He's very opinionated on certain aspects, like marijuana being one. Very, oh, my beer just, I cracked my beer and it just exploded everywhere. That's a bummer. You did that last time you cracked that exact beer. Uh, oh, that's true. I should just learn. God, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's a it's crowler. Jenna just got a new pillow and it's a little on the pillow. She's going to be upset about this. We'll just flip that baby flip, right around. Yeah, she's not home. that bitch over. <laughs> but... Not not that that was a segue or anything, but I just happened to crack it because I finished my whiskey. But, oh, I did do that exact thing. Dude, this thing is so full. Like, literally, I opened it, and, God, you guys can't see it, and I can't angle it. But, literally, I cracked it, and the beer is is overflowing to the top, and the top of it is completely full already, if that makes sense to you. Fields, can you uh, un unblur your screen and show us that? Please. Did you not see it? No. Did you not see that? Fields has this like little robot guy um in his in his Did room. You see it now? Oh, oh my god! straight head. He's a bush can, and he open him up, and a boom, a dick comes out. Is that a fishing lure? <laughs> no, it's not a fishing lure, Nick. I think we lost Nick here. I think he's out of here. You can't hear me. Oh no! I just lost your video. Never mind. I guess if I can still hear you, but oh, no, yeah, it's, I, it's, I think it's just a giant ashtray. It's my brother gave it to me a while ago. I just never used it. That's probably honestly the best Christmas present you could have ever gotten. Did you give him that, Nick? No, no, no. His brother gave it to him. Oh, I was—I thought for sure you were just like low-key tweeting your or tooting your own horn there. <laughs> nope, but hey, I do have to make one plug. Um, Out Your Backdoor podcast tonight is reviewing my homebrew for their uh, oh, Thirsty shit. Thursday reviews. So, is that what, is that? what podcast is that? Out, Out Your Backdoor podcast. Who's so, in that? Chase Marietto. He uh, speaks to a bunch of different people. Um, he speaks to a bunch of different people from Minnesota that like travel the Great Lakes. One guy, I think, um, paddled the whole perimeter of the Lake Superior. Um, he spoke to somebody that surfs surfs the Great Lakes. It's all about like Midwest fun, Midwest culture, and then the outdoor culture that's like kind of around the Duluth area. What if they just bag on it hard? Yeah, dude, it's a big. Are you nervous? Um, no, he's gonna marry my sister in law soon, so he better not. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> collusion. We got a little bit of the podcast blood in the family, you know. So that's some insider trading going on over yeah, there. Yeah, a little, little bit, a oh. little bit there. But Jace, I'm, I'm super excited to uh, watch your live stream in uh, seven minutes. 
uh, tonight. So I'm going to be watching it as we are podcasting. So I'm going to try to multitask and see what he says about the little homebrew. But speaking of brews, let's get into the uh, beer review for tonight. So I'm I, not looking Field isn't looking forward to it, but I am looking forward to it. I am reviewing Gone Hollywood uh, by from Junkyard Brewing out of Moorhead, Minnesota. It's a West Coast SPA. I don't know what SPA means. West Coast IPA. West Simple Coast, pale ale. Yeah, it's West Coast IPA. Uh, their font is very hard to read um, with hops uh, that are Citra and Falconer Flight. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Mr. Lawrence, what are you reviewing? I have the Rev Rattler from Revelation Brewing. Um, it is it is a Rattler. So what is that? It's a um, like a juice beer almost. How do you describe that, Nick? Yeah, so a Rattler is generally lower ABV because they're mixing it with a juice or with a... Usually it's mixed with a lemonade. Um, so Kenny's Radler, shout out to Fargo Brewing, is one of the best Radlers of time. Um, it's it's super good. Um, but yeah, so what they do is I think like a quarter of it is going to be a, a type of lemonade or juice, and then the rest of it is going to be their beer that they decide to mix it with. Um, but Fields, what are you reviewing? All right, this is a shout out nationwide this is a keystone light key lightful it is a raspberry lime beer and i am from the great just kidding i actually hate this brewing company it's from coors brewing company (laughs) it's a keystone is notorious for being the shitty stepchild of coors it is literally the backwash of coors so they decided to add some raspberry and lime into this beer i have not tasted it yet but going into it i am not looking forward to it I'm not gonna lie. I've I've sucked down one of those beers before, and it's they're not that bad. It's, really, it's Nick? No, you've had good. one of those key lightfuls. Yeah, you brought it that night that we came back from the boys' house, um, and I drank it while we were eating pizza. I drank one Coors and I drank one Keystone Key Lightful. Wait, I did? Yeah, you put it in our fridge. It was like. Or I put it in a okay, but one of us stole it. I don't remember my ever review. buying those. <laughs> All right, Fields is reviewing. All right, well, compared to a typical Keystone Light, this is actually not that bad, you know, because you taste raspberry and lime. You know, it's it, they put that they pump that sugar in there just to s- save the taste. Um, it smells smells good. It smells fruity. Smells limey. You know. You get that first kick of that fruit, and it ends with sugar. I don't know. Keystone sugar. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's not great. It's the only thing I had left here at my parents' house, so we don't really don't – they don't not big drinkers around here, so there was nothing really for me to scavenge. But it's okay. Who's up next? Wait, so where are you at right now, Cole? I'm at my parents' house for the next couple of days before I move to Washington on Monday or Tuesday. Where is that at exactly? Not the address, but... Central Minnesota, right up by St. Cloud. St. Cloud, Central Minnesota. Oh, so you're right up there next to the hype. You're fairly the close. The oh, Minneapolis. Hour away. Yeah. Hour away. Hour away. Yeah. yeah, well, a lot closer than us, but... 
Anyway, uh, very quick review there. Um, so for the Rattler, um, it's grapefruit, correct, Nick? Yep, it is a grapefruit. Yes. Rattler. So once once you mentioned that, I do taste the grapefruit, and I'm actually not a fan. I don't like plain grapefruit, or typically I usually don't like grapefruit infused things. I think they must have done a very very good job. Did I say where this is brewed out of? Brewed out of Halleck, Minnesota. Is that how you say it? Halleck. I Halleck. believe so. Population. I like they throw the population on there, which I appreciate. You know, you know what the population is of that bad boy, Nick? I'm gonna guess two thousand. Nine eighty one. Okay, so it's like my old hometown, basically. <laughs> yeah, I like that. They literally they have the picture of Minnesota on there. That's and then they have the city, and then it's and the population just snuck in the bottom. Population nine eighty one. I think that's funny, but so this must be a huge, huge hit there. Um, but anyway, as I was going, I'm not a huge fan of grapefruit, um, but I think they do a really good job. I don't know entirely what they mix with it to bring out the grapefruit in a great way, but um, I do really enjoy it. It's good for Rattler. Um, they did really good with the grapefruit. This is the first time I've had it semi semi warm. Um, not as big of a fan as I was with it cold. Obviously, as beer should be drank cold. But like we said in prior, the worst beer you get, the worse it is warm. So, um, not as great warm. Really, really, really good cold. Um, still good warm, but not as definitely not as as appetizing. Um, gosh, I see again, I wish they would tell you kind of what they all brew it with, but I think the way this brewery works is that they have the same label for everything. And then they have a little sticker that they put on there. Cause Cole, I was telling Nick this earlier where it says rev rattler here, the top part, it's just yeah. like one of those little label makers. So like I can, oh, yeah, like actually. here, let me put my, so I can literally just oh shit it's just one of these i'm not gonna lie that is so smart as far as logistics go because they can just reuse the same labels over and over again and then just add the name of the beer on top like and then then the sticker on it too like it tells you it tells you it's a rattler and it's and it's abv and stuff but that is also just just a peel off sticker you can just peel off and it says like it has a little thing that says ABV and stuff like that that you can fill out but they just slap a sticker on it that's, that's super good. nice super and, smart. and the, the nice thing is they date it too so you know exactly when it was canned though so that's pretty cool this one was canned on May 5th so a little late but does it on that map does it show you where the city is yeah it on actually does little thing of- where where is it? Is it I'm way it's way northern. way northwest? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, right in the corner. Yep, way northwest Minnesota. So I would imagine it's pretty small. But um, I guess we'll let Nick uh, do his before I tell you what I'm gonna do with this beer. Yeah. So um, Gone Hollywood, a West Coast style IPA. It's extremely drinkable. Um, it's brewed with Cascade and Falconer's Flight hops. Um. Okay, so the thing about Falconer's Flight Hops is that it's a it's a special blend of hops coming like from the Northwest. Um, so the special blend is Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, Citra, um, Cluster, Columbus, and Crystal. What makes me think that it's a lot of the cr- reason, 
Yeah, I think, well, and, and that's that's kind of the thing about the Northwest is they created, like, that style of hop. Um, so they all kind of have that, like, name, um, that namesake in them. Um, my guess is is when they're grinding the hops to turn them into pellets, they just, like, have a bunch of extra, and they just, like, grinded them together um, to make one, like, mega hop. Um, I don't love... And it, but I love this beer, but I hate when people combine like a million fucking hops. Um, so I don't know how to feel about that. Like it, it actually kind of makes me sad. Um, Falconer's flight hops are extremely expensive. So Junkyard put a lot of money into this beer um, and they, they did it well. It's not a high AB, ABV. I think it's right around never fucking mind it's at 7.2 percent, so it is a high abv oh that's pretty big yeah yeah but i i can't i can't taste it um it, it's a very very good west coast style ipa which means it's super juicy it's pretty fruity and honestly uh i think both of you guys would die like you would actually like this beer a lot like this is probably one of junkyard's best ipas because it's not super strong like all their others are um but yeah i i kind of feel weird about the falconer's flight hop because that the, our last review i just bitched about everybody that put a bunch of fucking hops in their beer <laughs> so do you think it's got to be they that put all the different hops in to mask a bit of the booze because i feel like the all the ones that we had that had a lot of hops in it was a relatively high ABV, like six and a half or more. So that's yeah. got to be why they do it is to mask the booziness. Well, and it helps kill the dryness too in the beer. So because you know the the more booze that gets into something, the more dry it'll end up being. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of mind blown. It's it I, I might be making a shift in like not in under a week on like understanding um, how people combine hops. Um, Falconer's Flight is a hop variety, which is a combination of hops. So whoever created it understood how to put certain hops together, I think much better than a brewer themselves would be able to do. Um, but yeah, I, th I, it, there's no burn in all, at all in it. I mean, it's, I think we're getting so used to high ABV beers at this point that we don't really taste the alcohol anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, that's, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I don't either, but... This beer, I think it's it's going in my mini fridge. I think it would go in both of your mini fridges, and I think it would go in Baca's mini fridge. And I I believe that so much that I'm gonna ship some of this out to fucking Washington so that uh, I, I get. Yeah, hey, I still gotta go through Fargo and on Tuesday. I might just go pick some up. Yeah, you you probably should because, and you should bring your your brother some beer too if you're going through Fargo. Um, but yeah, this is fantastic. Would it be ruined by the time I get there? That is my question. What spice just by pure skunk factor? Or do you think it's you think it can handle that trip? Sixteen hours? Yeah, but twenty hours. Just get a cooler. Twenty. Yeah, I would put in a cooler. I don't think it'd be ruined. I think I think it could handle it. I don't think it's super dry hopped, it's whirlpooled. Um, so it it's not gonna have much sediment at all in there. So I think nice. it'd be good. Okay. Rubber band. Okay. But uh, I'd do it so, if I were you. I, uh, I, so I, mine, I should. Uh, I definitely should. My beer, 4.9 ABV, but it is, what, about, a tech, well, typically a quarter juice. So um, 
I guess without the juice, it'd probably be about like a 5.2 or 3. But 4.9 ABV as a Rattler, um, pretty pretty average as a Rattler, maybe a little on the high end. I guess I'm not a huge expert on Rattlers. But um, mine, uh, for sure, going in the mini fridge, just the third time in the last three weeks I've bought this Crowler. Um, definitely recommend drinking it ice cold. It is for sure better ice cold, just as much as almost all beers are. Um, but this one took a definite turn um, as I had it a little bit warmer because I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, tastes slightly different, uh, uh, you know, mildly warm, lukewarm. Um, so definitely drink it cold. But it's for sure going in my mini fridge. If you like grapefruit and you like beer, uh, this is for sure for you because I don't even like grapefruit and I enjoy it. Um, Cole, what about that keystone you have? This keystone. All right. So it's an obvious competitor to the natter the Natterday, is that what it's called? The natter the the natural lights. I don't even know what kind of this is not even a beer. I don't know. It's beer with yeah, natural yeah, flavors. I think it's a rattler. Is I think it a rattler? Is that a rattler as well? Yeah, I I I I can see that because it tastes like juice and beer. There, you can tell they're separate. They're not mixed that well. Um, it's definitely one of those beers where you go to like a college party or any kind of party and someone buys a case and someone doesn't drink the whole case. So there's some left over and you take them with you. And then they're an emergency. You want to drink something like obviously like today, like I'm at my parents' house, there ain't a lot of booze here and I just happen to have this on hand. I'll drink it. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, I'm never going to buy this. It's, it's not for anyone who likes beer. It's not for anyone who doesn't like beer. It's, it's just there, you know, it's, you're not going to buy this if you don't like, you're going to buy a White Claw if you don't like beer. If you like beer, you're not going to buy this because it doesn't taste like beer. It's, I don't I don't know. It's like that middle line. It's like where my older roommate, Derek, that's kind of his yeah. beer. You know, I don't know. It's just, and he, he's the one that gave these to me. So he doesn't even like them that much. So I don't know. It's like, so, it's like um, you understand that you should like beer because you're at that point in your life, but you still prefer seltzers. So you start picking up shit like this it's not even a good gateway drug like it just sucks yeah it's it's this would not help you to like beer more i think it would actually hinder you because if you're looking to get into beer don't get some mass produced key lightful or natter days it's not going to help you it, it, it the, the tastes don't mingle they they're interseparate they, they they don't go like they, they, don't, they don't mix well i don't know that's all i can really say about it so it's fine it's okay not going in my mini fridge Man, well, that was an interesting review because Fields reviewed such a shitty beer, and that's usually Baca's, um, Baca's place. So thank you for stepping up tonight and reviewing something <laughs> so shitty. Um, again, he reviewed Key Lightful from uh, Keystone, um, which is Coors Brewing out of Colorado. Um, it's Asbury Lime, Mixy, Radler. I, I don't know. It's weird. I reviewed Gone Hollywood um, from Junkyard Brewing. It's West Coast-style IPA. Um, out of Moorhead, Minnesota, and I'm definitely putting that in my mini fridge. And then from Revolution Brewing, um, the Rev Radler, which is the grapefruit Radler, is going in Mr. Lawrence's mini fridge, correct? And where is that from again? Halleck. Halleck, Minnesota. That is Northwestern. Northwestern, Minnesota. My bet's on Halleck. Halleck? Halleck? That's my bet. So... To end it tonight, um, I'm supposed to be doing a Would You Rather. I'm not as good as Baka Jabbar is finding this. I got a couple, Nick. I got a couple. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. 
Pressure's I'm kind of torn between some because I've been looking at some a little bit, and uh, there's a few good ones, man. But uh, all right. So first one I think is fairly basic. Would you rather be able to talk to land animals, flight animals, or sea animals? <laughs> I guess not technically sea animals, but you know what I'm saying. You know, underwater animals, animals that fly, or land animals. Water animals. Choose one. Okay, Water so the first thing that comes to mind is what do I want in my army? Because I this isn't just for fun. This is to end the world. And eagles are scary. Eagles could take down a lot, but then you have like tigers and lions and fuck. I th- I think I I think I would want to talk to land animals, um, mainly because of my favorite flightless bird, the penguin. I want to talk to penguins. I want to understand the penguin. I want to know why the ping the penguin. I, I want to know everything about them. But is um, it is so- is a penguin considered a? You said a bird. And birds is that technically... is that a land animal because it can't fly? Is that a bird because it's a bird, or is that a, a water animal because it swims all the time? What yeah, is that? All a of them is like a hybrid. Yeah, it's so hybrid. I don't, I don't think you can talk to this thing. Yeah, I think uh, penguins it's impossible. Just, penguins are just the cosmos. Well, my next thing I would want to talk to would be the platypus, but that's also aquatic and land animal as well. So, how about we'll we'll make. <laughs> We'll make the thing. Does it breathe? Is it a mammal? Is oh, does it breathe air? But then there's like whales, and they breathe air, and they're in the water too. This is a tough question. This is a, it's a lot of unknowns that we have I to figure it out before we where say they something. primarily are. Are they primarily in the air? Are they primarily on land, or are they primarily in the in the water? And all I right. think all right. So I would love to talk to my cat and understand why she's such a fucking bitch. So I'm still <laughs> going land animals. You know, what do you say you went you? with you went with like the war thing. I'm gonna go with like who was cool to hang out with. Like who do I want to chill with? Like I I think you're talking to birds. They're gonna be so like fucking upright. You know, they're like oh we're fucking flyers, dude. Fuck off. And I'm like fuck you. Get out of here. You're talking to animal like fucking sea animals, and they're they're swimming. They're all sneaky because they have fins and gills, and they're like oh yeah. But like you talk to your dog, dude. Your dog's your homie. Like what's up? But then again. Uh, for this ability, is it just you that can talk to them, or anyone around you can hear them too? That's what I need to know. No, I think it's just you. Like if you hear a dog barking, it's just you. You know, like he's saying, like, "Yo, fuck this guy on the couch." And you should I turn it on and off? Like if I'm at like the corner of the street and I hear a dog barking three houses down, and I hear him running, I, I don't want to hear that shit. Shut the I don't fuck know. up. I, I would say you can't turn it off. I would okay, say then no. I'm gonna, uh, fuck this. I'm going back. To, I'm going to water animals. Because I think that's the least time I spend on the water. So I don't want to hear just things talking all day long when I'm walking by. If you want to hear a bird chirp, you no longer can hear the bird chirp. It's talking. It's saying, yo, it's fucking singing Soldier Boy out there. I don't know. Yeah. And then you walk by a dog. fucking morning. Yeah, Yeah, it's like. I've had dogs that seen some weird shit I've done. I don't want to hear what they got to say about it. You know, I just want to keep that to themselves. You know, it's an understanding. So I'm going back with water animals. Yeah, that's it's when I'm... the dog tells you about the time with your brother and the peanut butter. And then you and then you have to tell on your brother. And it gets all yep. weird. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to say this, man. But the good old fight over here is making me. Yeah, uh, I we got to put the dog down. It's saying too much. Yeah, right when the dog starts snitching. <laughs> yeah, I got to go with water animals because that's the least amount of time I spend 
between yeah, flying I would, and walking. I would, I would say water animals for a different reason, though, because I'm like, literally, what is it? 75% of the world is covered in water. Something like that. I don't know the exact percentages, yeah, but like, like there's, there's way, way more water than anything else. And it's like, if if a shark's coming at you, you're going to want to be able to talk to that thing. I guess same thing with tigers and bears and shit like that. But, but like, you don't know what's way down there. And I would be just, be, I would just ask them like, what's in all the trenches and, and caves that we can't explore? Like, what the fuck's down there? Anything cool? And also and like, like what if they're just like no? Then <laughs> I would have wasted. Then I would have wasted my abilities. But the thing is, you're gonna have to like find a giant squid if you want to know about the trenches. There's only a few things that ever go down that deep. You gotta find like a giant squid, like a sperm whale or something. Like, and how are you gonna find that? It means you're in going to dangerous places, fighting this shit. And can you? Can they hear you if they're underwater? Have you ever talked to someone underwater? You can't hear shit. Can you hear them because they're underwater and you're above water? Can you talk in water now? This is a lot of things we're going through here. I would invest in a submarine that has a <laughs> a, a speaker big, system. Speaker system, exactly. That okay. I would just speak in the submarine that they would hear out of. See, if you could talk to fish, you could make a lot of money in marine biology. I don't think, I mean, That's I guess true. if you could talk to any animal, you'd make quite a bit of money. Like, yeah, being a vet, being a vet, you'd be you'd just be able to ask him what's wrong. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck hurts, man? Wait, <laughs> is it wasn't this a movie? It was Doctor Doolittle? Is that is that it? Well, yeah, yeah, Eddie basically, <laughs> it's just Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> he can, well, he can he speak to all animals or just yeah, land? He, yeah. He didn't have to choose. Yeah, he had the, the he was the messiah. He could speak to all of them. See, that's the would you rather is you gotta choose. I think I'm gonna choose land animals. I it, I gotta speak to my cat, your and I gotta speak. Gonna be such a your, bitch to you, dude. Dude, I gotta speak to Cole's cat or uh, Lawrence's cat too. Piccolo, she, figure out what the hell's wrong with her. Dude, she probably, like, ate some meth when she was a kitten. I shit you not. Dude, I think so, too. You you should have seen earlier today I put my hat on her. Like, I like my my hat. I just took it off and just, like, put it on her head. She was sitting on, like, the top of our couch. She just instant paralysis. Didn't move. Literally starts sliding back on the couch. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> falls off the couch. This is my life now. This is this is how I live. She goes and just sits there, and slowly is sliding down the couch, not moving, and just falls down the couch. Like I literally just paralyzed her with my hat. It was hilarious. Jen and I instantly just started dying laughing. Turtle. That is so All right. ridiculous. Um, so everyone's got their answers there. I, I got one more. I'm kind of on the edge of a couple, but we'll go to this one here. Um, uh, no, we're not going to do that. Would you rather... Oh, no, we're not going to do that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Simple question. Oh, Cole, well, I'm curious how Lawrence, you dissect you this. Lawrence, you should definitely be covered in scales if you're talking to water animals if you wanted to. Because, like, because if you were in the water all that time, you're going to get so wrinkly skin. Well, true, but I mean, <laughs> I okay, guess we are Okay, stacked. back to the real side. Are we talking about war now? Because, like, how tough are these scales? Are they fish scales? Are they, like, crocodile scales? What kind of... What kind of scales are we talking about? What kind of fur? Are we talking about grizzly bear? Are we talking about a uh, long, shaggy dog? You know, so, like, so what are we talking below about here? It, 
below it, it says either a built-in blanket or plus two armor. So I would imagine that your scales are pretty plus solid. Plus, pretty solid. plus two armor. Okay, imagine being anywhere besides the Arctic with a built-in blanket. You gotta fucking shave yourself. I don't even shave my beard every day. I shave my beard once every couple of weeks. Now I gotta shave my whole body? I already have hair on my body. It sucks. Now I gotta more hair on my body? I'm gonna be covered up like a blanket. I'm gonna be dying heat stroke the first fucking week. Because you know I ain't shaving it. I'm gonna go outside, see the sun, pass out dead. You know? That's true. And if yeah, you you're have, done. If you have fur, right? You can't sweat if you have fur, right? Is that a thing? Yeah. That's everyone that's, else yeah, that's true, can't. Yeah. So I'm dying of heat stroke. I ain't fucking. Pick, I ain't put my tongue out and panting like a dog. Jesus Christ! I'm not a caveman. I and think... plus two armor even without those side effects. Plus two armor is the way to go, no matter what. You can always put a coat on. You can't. You can put armor on, but that sucks. You're, you're wearing armor. I think the biggest problem with scales that I'm thinking of is the heat loss, because every animal that has scales has to go into either like warmer water or bask themselves for like three hours a day just to get their fucking okay. blood temperature up. So it's so all like, would you want to be really hot or really cold? That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, it's like at talking. all times is it's, you just want to be way too hot or way too cold. And I think I would Dude, pick way too cold. The thing is, are the scales the reason they need that? Or is it, is that the reason as they're cold blooded? Cause they can't retain heat. Is that the yeah. reason? Yeah. That is, that is 100% the reason. I didn't. I never knew that. That's like, it's because they don't retain any heat. It just it goes It's because they don't body. have any hair follicles to retain the heat. So they're cold-blooded. Well, humans, I know a lot of humans that have, I know humans that have conditions that have no hair. How do they retain heat? Well, they is, overheat all the time. Is, is that true? That that's why it's cold-blooded is because they don't retain that, heat? That can't be true. That can't be true at all. I don't think so. Well, you so. know what I, I can do? I can look this up right now, but I believe that amphibians cannot retain heat because yeah. of their scale. I don't think that that means that they're always too cold, though. Because it's not a question of too hot or too cold. The thing is, I personally know, I saw someone last weekend at the bar, I saw someone with no hair. He had no eyebrows, no head, hair on his head, he had no hair on his whole body. Like I know at least two people now in my life that can't grow hair. It's a condition. And they, 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 the and they can't sweat you know? either. No, he, Caleb, just, he, he Caleb. just chose oh. the cop instead of the sneeze. Caleb can't grow hair and he can't sweat. So he overheats. If this is scale thing, it's like if it's just hair follicles, then how is he overheating? If it's just because skin, we, we don't have fur or we don't have a scale. I, I can't, I don't think it's just scales. It's got to be something else. Like maybe okay. low body fat or okay, something. Okay, 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 okay. So, they are thin-skinned, so oh, their yeah. skin is thin because of their scales. Oxygen has to pass through their skin, so they actually breathe through their skin, not through their mouths, which what the is... What Yeah, so their scales... They're breathing through oxygen, their skin? Yeah, oxygen is passed through their scales. Their thin is really skin underneath the scales so that they... the oxygen can go into their bloodstream. So that's why they're cold-blooded. So it's not necessarily the scales. Um, it's more or less the skin and the fact that they don't breathe so, through their mouths. Do they not have lungs like a no. lizard? Does a lizard have lungs? No, it's just oxygen automatically absorbs into their bloodstream. Is that how it goes? Um, you know, from that my three-minute Google search, I'm not a zoologist. Okay, but back to the original story. Uh, we have lungs. 
I don't think we're not cold blooded, so we have scales. It's it's win win. Scales it is. I would I would agree. I would say scales. I think you got more uh, more versatility with scales. Like you don't see furry animals. I guess that I know very commonly. You don't see a lot of furry animals in the water, but you will see some scales in the water, and you'll see the scales out of the water. You'll see scales almost anywhere you freaking go, but you're not seeing fur anywhere you go. Not in the water. You see a beaver. You see a moose swimming. You see a deer swimming. You know, just swimming. It's <laughs> not living, idea. just swimming, though. Beaver's a good example. I would like to be the uh, first man to ever climb every single mountain range possible. And what now you need up in the fur, huh? And what you <laughs> yeah, need buddy. up in those mountain ranges is you need warmth. And so I got my fur. I've got my warmth, and I've got my Dude, fucking tents. Somebody's going to shoot you during deer season. They're going to take I your skin. Will, as a, they're going to make you a coat. I will fucking climb every single large mountain in this world, making money off of fucking Red Bull sponsorships and fucking being on the cover of Thrasher magazine. I know it's a skateboard magazine, but they're going to put me on the fucking cover of that shit because I'm going to be so fucking dope. That's you can do. Best you can do is get on the Geico commercial as the caveman. Best you can do. That's you ain't climbing no fucking oh, shit. So, you're so a Geico you character. For now, you're just an expert climber. Yeah. Am, well, I'm a furry expert climber because I. So what I would understand. I would have the intuition to know that God gave me this fur so that I could be the next great expeditionist. Hills? <laughs> to climb mountains, mind you, not just hills. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking. Oh you my could god! Make so much more money with scales. You can, you can be on jackass and never get hurt. You have plus two armor, dude. People this kicking is, you in the balls. You have scaly balls, man. Don't this, matter. This isn't about making money. This is about making history. You were just cold. talking about being on Thrasher. What do you want me on Thrasher for? Besides for the money. For free, don't worry. This, <laughs> this is about making history. This is about making money. Scales, you could be on Thrasher for free too if you wanted to be. You just, well, guess <laughs> what? I would be the first man to climb in all those mountains and all that shit with scales. With scales. Imagine all the heat loss, dude. It'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah, you would literally have to like mist yourself down every fucking twenty steps as I'm just going. Actually, you'd. I don't even know what you I would, would do. You would shed freeze. my shit. I would just shed my fucking scale you like, do shit and just reborn you would you use your fur as a coat and climb it with scales that's what he would do oh my Until god you fall 10 feet and die when Dude, cole and i would fall 10 feet someone's to, calling you the bigfoot and trapping your ass and you're gonna be living kept kept his i would be the first found captivity Put me on every single goddamn Jack's Links commercial. Put me, put me in the Minnesota Zoo. I bet they treat them fucking better than anywhere else. That's yeah, just that's lit. True. Zoos are known to treat animals really well. Really well, yeah. Well, if a Bigfoot could talk to them, that shit's gonna be real. This is why we need four people on this fucking podcast because no, I guarantee you, be you're gonna be making fur. complete sense. You wouldn't be Bigfoot. You'd be flatfoot. <laughs> You're gonna be talking to the zookeepers like normal sense, like making a lot of sense, like let me out, and they're gonna be like, "Look at that dumb yeti, he thinks you can talk." As you're making complete sense talking, everyone's just gonna blow you off because you're a fucking bigfoot. Well, that's just depressing. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I thought that I was making sense, just trying to explore the world, trying to, 
better you're, the penguin population by going to the melted icebergs. They're going to exploit you for your, your best day. option is being the best Chewbacca that Star Wars has ever seen. That That's true. That's, that's true. Come that on. Only that's, your be, that's your best option. Not climbing I mountains. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly so short that I would might end up being like one of those little bear looking things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's not I would probably perfect. end up being one of those. And then I'd be like, fuck. Like, why did I choose this? But I could talk to <laughs> land animals. You know, like, you know the little dude in R two D two was the same. he also played a lot of those little bear things too. Dude. He was looking at- Rip to that guy's life. I'm not gonna lie. He died before he got like super famous, yeah. but they actually put a midget in R two D two. Did you know that yeah. at all? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that at all. Yeah, yeah he... no one knew about him until he died. Yeah. I did not and know that. They had like a service for him and everything, and yeah, they put a real midget in R two D two and like R two D two's waddle was just because R2-D2 was like a fucking backpack. So like when he would, yeah, like when he would walk, it wasn't like he didn't just like kind of jitter like that because he was weird. No, it was because it was hard for him to fucking walk. Yeah, was there just little rollers, little wheels on the bottom, basically? Basically, and they fucking um, like did he see? What? (laughs) What'd you say? Yeah, how did he see out of that thing? Remember all this time he bumps into things that that wasn't on purpose. (laughs) He just couldn't see shit the whole time. And there was like film them and be like, just do something. (laughs) And it's funny because like the the times that R two D two was like put on a cruiser, but he was like upside down in a cruiser. They didn't like take him out of the costume. (laughs) So this 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 is like this dude literally just rode upside down in a cruiser, (laughs) just like in a costume. They just like put him wherever they want. (laughs) Why would they just put the costume and not him there? Because like R two D two needs him. to be like picked out and set down, and at the time of like film, it was harder to cut and shit like that. So they literally just like left him in there. I'm <laughs> I'm super surprised he did not die of heat exhaustion. Like that's actually <laughs> fucking metal. Because he like, had no fur, that's why he's hit the scale. Yeah, you're like talking that. about dying of heat exhaustion, exhaustion, and you're taking <laughs> the fur. Okay, so the thing. So I'm not even getting into the third situation. You guys won. We, you guys beat me. The Coles teamed up on me. It wasn't a fair <laughs> fight this week because Baga's gone. But yeah, um, Baga owns a snake. Yeah. He's not taking fur. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that man would take a fur. But um, the thing about the original Star Wars, just to get real nerdy, is um, I love that the original ones, like everything's puppetry. And everything's like actual fucking, like it's not CGI. If and you it's, like puppets, you know, dude, you ever watch Dark it's Crystal? It's like a marionette. Is that how you say it? What's Dark Crystal? They're all puppets. They're, it's the weirdest fucking show of all time. It's a movie. They just made a new one on Netflix, but it's the weirdest fucking shit. It makes no sense. There's like vault. They're like vultures versus like I don't even know, but it's all puppets. If you like puppets. <laughs> I don't like puppets. I like the fact that they were like able to Nick, create. You're this... a puppet guy. You like puppets. <laughs> it's okay. I like that they were able to create this universe without CGI. I think that's super cool. Well, that's why I like. The... That's why I like uh, the first Jurassic Parks. And Bob's yeah, Burgers. Um. What? Nothing. Bob's Burgers. I just like Bob's Burgers. What the hell is that, Cole? I can't that's see Dark that. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. Sorry. 
Sorry, your your internet is uh, shitty at your parents' house. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are winding down here. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a longer one. Yeah, thank you for listening to this point. That was episode 11. We reviewed Revolution Brewing, uh, Rev Radler, um, Gone Hollywood, West Coast IPA from Junkyard, and then the Key Light, Key Light from uh, Coors Brewing. It's a Keystone Raspberry Lime beer. It was a lot of fun. Baco will be back next week if all if goes that well. Ever starts. If that car ever starts, if it doesn't. We might have to find our replacement quick here. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was episode 11. Booze and banter. Have a great night. Never forget, the MMA and the NBA are very different. Fuck Samuel Adams. (laughs) There it is. (laughs)